different gravy not just another sheffield wednesday podcast i'm one of the hosts richard miller and my co-host inspired by one of today's opposition's nicknames has started referring to himself as the white man the white man is in the lobby the white man has entered the chat the white man would like a beer the white man would like to buy you a drink why are you ignoring the white man the white man is now a comedy misogynist the white man is cancelled the white man himself dr luke gledall how are you doing today luke I'm I'm good. Yeah. How can I how can I follow such an intro? <laughs> and you, I mean, it seems bizarre in this day and age that they're still calling themselves the white men. <laughs> I I'm so sorry. I've got no idea for the reference, man. Sorry. Bolton Bolton. One of their nicknames is the white man. Oh, the white man. Okay. Like the commentator, I was on the Bolton commentary, and the the, the commentator was like, "The white men are heading up the field. Come on, the white men." <laughs> oh, that's very strange. That's very. It's bizarre. a bit odd, isn't it? It's very weird. Um, I'm. I'm generally. I'm doing okay. I need to do an apology if you hear my voice be a little bit, a little bit croaky. It's because uh, I, I. I went out last night. Had a rare Ooh. Friday night, living it up, uh, with a couple of friends, and uh, yeah, I'm a bit, bit hungover. Well, I was saying to Rich before this, it's not so much the alcohol consumption; it's the, uh, the lack of sleep that kind of comes with, uh, you know, getting up. Getting up AAM MST to watch to watch the Sheffield Wednesday football team. Mm. Mm. I, don't, I suppose it's not good quality sleep, is it? When you've had a little uh, drinky poo, either. It is not when you've had a drinky poo or two, as you put it. Yeah. I mean, there's some vague kudos in having a tired out voice because you've actually gone and had fun and seen other human beings. Um, I, I am mm. in the rather pathetic position of um, having somehow like trapped a nerve in my shoulder because I've played too much Elden Ring, uh, which is, it's the, it's one of the most pathetic sentences any human has ever said. I imagine, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know all of the scope of world history. I won't even pretend to, but I'd be very surprised if there's many sentences more pathetic than I've injured myself sitting still in one place. That's very funny. Um, I was wondering mainly that you said that you were going to have a tired voice because that's the energy you can give and muster towards talking about Sheffield Wednesday this weekend. Oh, I'm I'm going to try and try and liven it up. I don't know. Let's okay. let's see, okay. see where we go. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting. Uh, we, we've we've held off on discussing specifics of the game, but uh, we we we've got a feeling from our vague utterances that we might we might be at different sort of w- level scales on the wellometer uh, mm. following this performance. Um, first off, though, shall we shall we just get ourselves into a bit of breaking hoo hoos? Break, break off a little chunk of that who who's who who's bar and, and really the main thing is just it was a video that was just released uh just after the show came out really last last week mm. um of bannon and hunt doing their teammates thing they called it bannon x hunt and i just hate this x thing what does it mean yes it needs to finish it needs to end what what unless they want to finish the equation what does bannon times hunt make <coughs> What does it equal? It's a it's a ban and hunt monster. <laughs> but maybe maybe the least best qualities of each one, maybe. Oh well, neither of them can shoot. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. But and it, it, it's an enjoyable watch if people haven't haven't sorted it out. It's worth a little. Uh, it's worth a watch. There are clearly two two men who get along and have spent a number of years together. They're also clearly quite competitive. In particular, Bannon is <laughs> hugely competitive, which is uh, which is I, I suppose we know from watching him play football. But you get the idea that his um, his his young daughter is probably not going to win many games of sports against him. Uh, I think he's going to be that sort of dad. <laughs> Get good or lose is going to be his uh, approach, I imagine, to, to, to introducing her to sports. Um, but the, it, it, it's sort of in the form of a kind of Mr. and Mrs. type show, isn't it? So they kind uh, of uh, ask a question. So each one asks a question of the other and they have to guess. Well, they're asking a question of themselves, aren't they? Mm. And putting down their answer, and the and the other person has to then guess what their answer would be. So, yeah, a few little nuggets from it. It's a shame we didn't get into which ones, which one is the big spoon, which one's the little spoon. <laughs> I think we know. Spanning. I think Baz is always the little spoon. I was going to say Baz big. Really? You think yeah. he's it's got that? It's got that, it's got, it's got that big spoon energy. Got that big spoon energy, <laughs> but he's got that little spoon frame. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but you know, you, you know. You know the whole thing about like uh, a Yorkshire Terrier who, uh, who uh, you know, talks a talks a good game. You know? Talks a good game. He, but uh, yeah, I mean, we we referenced uh, Craig David last week, and he had the album titled "Born to Do It," and I think in a, in in a Barry Bannon's case, "Born to Do It" in terms of being the little spoon, but maybe he's playing against type. Maybe that's uh, that's the way it's going. Um, he. He mentions he, he uh, Bannon doesn't really watch films. Mm. It's just intriguing little nuggets about their lives. Uh, but Green Mile is his favourite film. Um, it's a strange one. Dunkley would be doesn't, the worst. Uh, doesn't Hunt say guess uh, Shawshank Redemption? He does, which is very close, isn't it? Mm. Um, Dunkley would be the worst teammate to be stuck on a desert island with because he talks too much, which I think we've heard, we've now heard from a few different sources, haven't we? Um, who who was it that was saying he was like teacher's pet the other week? Oh, I think that was that's Patterson and Bannon Patterson, doing, a, yeah. doing a video, yeah, yeah. Um, lateness is is Bannon's pet peeve. Mm. Uh, Hunt's a UFC fan. <laughs> I sort of mentioned in passing, and then um, yeah, Pat, they said Pat was the obvious choice for a player who would end up in goal. They then showed a picture of Patterson in the goalkeeper's jersey. Has he been in goal for us? Or I don't he think so. Unless it's, oh, unless it's um, unless it's going to be um, something from training, maybe Some pre-season or a pre-season pre-season shenanigans. Yeah, I think that's probably where it's from. He looked good in the uh, he looked good in the orange jersey. Anyway, it's got to be said. He's pulling it off. But I, I was interested because Hodge has played in goal for us, hasn't he? I think he mm-hmm. ended up. In goal, uh, during a game once, so but he wasn't the choice. It was it was Parson, and I do just love the fact that that his um, his adaptability even extends to to being in goal. Um, the Daily Mail app apparently is Barry Bannon's f- uh, most I, used app. I can't believe. Just seriously, man. Though though really Jack Hunt was like, you actually probably like Instagram more. Yeah, yeah, which he sort of begrudgingly maybe accepted. But the oh Daily my goodness, Mail what app. sort of 
what's he getting out of the Daily Mail app? Like it's one of those really, it's one really of those wants- apps where it's like a newspaper. We've done an app. I'm like, okay, so it takes you to the website. Oh, so basically, it's just like kind of a contained web browser, purely for just looking at your newspaper. But isn't it? Why don't I just go on the browser? The Mail Online is a cesspit, isn't it? It's just basically like talking about how Surrey Cruise is just as sexy as Katie Holmes and things like that. Like it's just, it's just really poorly judged grot again and again. <laughs> anyway, do you think uh, Barry Bannon's seen enough poorly judged grot and shared the Sheffield Wednesday team? <laughs> oh well. We we can talk about last last season's poorly judged grot in terms of uh, someone who lined up against us today, Elias Kachunga. Hmm. <laughs> is that the uh, is that the segue to get onto? Could be, but it, I just wanted to pick up again. Again, there was a mention of Delhi Bashiru putting milk in before cereal, which is true, true madness. Exactly. And exactly at some that. point, we need to hear from Delhi Bashiru himself. In to defense ex- of- explain the thinking or lack of thinking behind thereof. Um, I, there was just so, yeah. There was also um, Patterson, the smartest guy. So mm. just handsome, intelligent, a massive piece. Um, what a guy. Mm. Uh, they they also listed what he what he, what what he was smart on. They said films, countries, stuff you don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> And then also they, there was a mention of what other sport Hunt might play. And Hunt said to Bannon, or he said of Bannon, he's known me a long time and my body has changed, which I just thought was a really odd little aside to make. Strange, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Mm. But yeah, let's um, I, let's take uh, take a late trip on my uh, my my little segue there and, and bring ourselves to the the... The Bolton game. I believe it's readily accessible by segues. The University, <laughs> University of Bolton Stadium. Oh, sadly, not able to get a ticket for this one, uh, despite many being available. You had four thousand points. It needed twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah, I just needed just needed five thousand and one points. At four thousand nine hundred ninety nine, so I just missed out. Mm. <laughs> oh. But we went with the same starting lineup as uh, as the previous game. We did not. We did not. I no, we didn't. You. No, we didn't. There no, was we didn't. one change. There was one change in the aisles. Drop for story. That's correct. The You're man, right. the man who missed out for personal reasons. Yes, is now personally back and personally Person. responsible for being right sided centre back. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I don't know. I'm still. I'm still frustrated with the lack of, like, even the smallest change frustrates me. <laughs> like, I mean, in, in theory, yeah, it's, it's, it's what we should be doing. But, like, I don't know. I mean, if, I uh, you know, if Story did genuinely miss out for personal reasons. Or, or is the personal reason that Darren Moore personally fancies Iolfa in X game and doesn't fancy <laughs> Story? Is that, is that the personal reason? It's just yeah. It's just I think that I think the tricky thing with with more is I'm having to like retrain my brain because I I think for all my life as a football fan, mm. my assumption has been there is the plum eleven that you want. That's what we want to put out on the pitch, mm. mm-hmm. and the aim is as to play them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. 
and as you say, these there's just it's very rare we get away with even just with with less than one change, you know, with no changes at all. It's very very rare that happens, and so it's having to like not think, okay, that's something bad or wrong. It's just that's how he wants to. That's how he's determined to manage the squad. But yeah, I, I thought. I mean, we didn't. I think nobody was bowled over by Ayorfa's performance last week. He was pretty. <sighs> I don't know, pretty pretty underwhelming in many ways. Mm-hmm. But then, if the aim is to get Iorfa fit and get him ready for the post the you know post season shenanigans, then I can be on board with him playing some games now to to get him up to speed. But then dropping him again for <laughs> the story doesn't that's not happening. Then is it? It's uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Um, but yeah, so you're right. Sorry, I apologise. Not the same lineup. Uh, story in for I offer, but everybody else around them the same. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I it took me sort of five minutes to get my stream sort of warmed up and going. Uh, so I think that the first thing I saw really was Bannon having a a bit of an effort from distance. But I believe there was a couple of maybe Mendes Lang had a chance before that. This is sort of five minutes in. So the the one was was it about the seventh minute that you had um, had like Bannon? Uh, you like step foot a shot wide. Was that the thing that you're kind of bringing in your analysis on? He had a, he had a around the fifth minute mark. He had a shot, and then there was a corner that he just sort of passed straight into the keeper's hands. Then he had oh, okay. Shot in the sort of eighth minute, Bannon had another effort from the edge of the box after Mendes Lang kind of yeah. took him. You missed possibly the worst short corner routine in a while. Oh. Um, so it's one of those, you remember the short corner routines where, like, um, we had this as the second minute. Um, we decided that we would do, Mendes Lang would play it to Bannon, who would roll it mm-hmm. back to Mendes Lang to then cross in. And, um, yeah, he was offside. Mendes Lang was offside oh, from yeah, doing probably. that. So you got to miss that, Rich. <laughs> but everything else from there pretty much is how you've kind of um, mapped it out, and this is what I've got as well. I mean, yeah, a frantic and electric start to this this game of football. You know, truly, truly a, a bit of a white-knuckle ride across the Bolton Bowl um, here. Yeah. Um, you know, really, is- really a supermarket sweep in home bargains, you know, <laughs> the Bolton sponsors. Yeah. Sponsors, sponsors for the Wanderers. Sponsors for the Wanderers, lovely stuff. And mm. um, this is the first time I noted. I really do not like uh, white against our pink kit. I don't think it's a, enough of a contrast. I yeah. think it's horrible. And yeah. I also, um, I think particularly today, it was one of these games that you do kind of get during the springtime where in certain stadiums where like half the ground was in shadow and the other half was in bright sunshine and the Mm. contrast when you were moving between the two it was often quite difficult there was a few moments I got really excited because I thought we'd played a great ball out to a man free in the box and actually it turned out it was a Bolton player but you just couldn't tell what color their shirt was because it was all hyper saturated and then Mm. then sort of calmed down I don't know whether our home kit would have been more of a contrast or not. I, uh, I don't mm. know, but uh, didn't didn't love it as a. I would. I just like a little bit more of a, a difference. And I think sometimes the players couldn't quite tell. There were some odd passes played that were like, mm. yeah, yeah. To think? be fair, mm. um, but yeah, this was the, this was also the first time that the Bond commentator said, "Come on, you white men," and I said, "That can't be their nickname, can it?" But I looked it up. It is. Hmm. <laughs> Um, fourth minute though, yeah, wow, great counter. 
Don't know how we got to Gregory, but checks it out to Bannon, who takes a curled hit, which nearly kind of crept in mm. and pulled out a great save from Trafford. That's the Bolton keeper, isn't it? He was uh, a busy boy, old Trafford. Trafford, old troll Trafford. Hey. Well, you know the, the delicious irony that he's a Man City youth product. Yes, yeah. And yet he's called Trafford. Oh, <laughs> oh, the jokes they must have in that academy. Oh, the japes. Oh, they must have mildly developed it on a little bit further than we have on this podcast. And now we will be doing this episode. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, so the resulting corner better than the first one, but the keeper gathers from uh, Baron's cross. Seventh minute as well, just to tie those bits together, goes back mm. up to speed with each other. Uh, Bannon really wants to score today. Mendes Lang does what he does best, picks up from a throw-in and then just blisters in the box, strokes it back for Bannon, who's kind of in that fired shot just wide. That was, uh, that was a nice little hit. Yeah. Mm. There's a few nice little hits from Mr. Barry Bannon today that we'll get onto in our, in our coverage of this game. Yeah, he had, to, he had some chances. He did, mm. certainly did. Um... Yeah, because he had that fifth minute one, he had the eighth minute one, and then he had one in the eleventh minute, which I thought was probably the best of the lot. Which was, um, I think, again, Mendes Lang worked it back to him, and he he hit it with his right foot this time. It was a, it was a looked a pretty good effort. Mm. I mean, between there, you know, where uh, Mendes Lang had a shot deflected wide, mm. uh, resulting corner up to nothing, came to nothing. But I said, yeah, electric start. You know, we seem up for it. We're taking the pace of things. That was the 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 thing you've come to. I had tenth minute, but eleventh minute potato yeah. potato. Uh, Gregory just fantastic to win the ball and rescue across across the box. Runs out to that man again who hits it so well, but perfectly straight at Old Trafford. He did he did hit it in the direction of Old Trafford as well. He did hit it straight. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great hit, but just right down the gullet of the young the young, <laughs> young keeper, the young old keeper. Well, it's um. Well, like uh, followers of, of Muhammad pray to, to Mecca, Bannon always shoots to Old Trafford, uh, which <laughs> actually is why he's so profligate in front of goal. Uh, but mm. sometimes it lines up. And, uh, you know, that's why he's had this amazing run of form. Um, you just got one of those compasses that just, just eternally just keeps flicking around. And he, just, <laughs> he, can't, he can't be patient enough. He doesn't have the time. He doesn't have the time to wait and see wherever that compass does end up so he just he just takes an approximate approximate well, plethigris he also gets a uh he gets a kind of um like an astrological type reading so uh he, he you know oh you're, you know mercury's in the ascendant is ascending old trafford's going to be directly behind the goal in the cop at hillsborough so you're going to get some goals this month so he he uh he knows whether it's going to be a good a good shooting month or not. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> um, sounds a bit like an astrology um, kind of column. I'd like yes. to see. I would like to see your Sheffield Wednesday astrology column, Rich Mystic Rich Mystic Rich. I'll have mm-hmm. to. I'll have to work on something. Um, they they talked. So the commentary. I was on the Bolton commentary and. Uh, Dion Charles was being talked about as being, as we've heard many a Sheffield Wednesday striker talked about. Oh, he does. He's doing everything he can, but he's just not getting the goals at this point in time. And uh, the co-commentator came up with this absolute peach. He said, "He said Dion Charles just needs a goal so he can regain confidence in his own luck." Oh wow! 
That's an interesting, it's an interesting view from the white men. Yeah. Oh dear. Just, yeah. It just made me laugh as a bit of like the botched logic. Mm. Um, if he just proves to himself, he can actually do this through skill. Then in the future, he might be able to think he can get lucky and do it again. Mm. My next note is the uh, a golden opportunity for Mr. Mendes Lang. I don't know if, if you've got anything in the between there. About the 21st minute I've, I've got Yeah, there's, there's very little at this point, you know. Yeah. In between in between times. It probably, I think it's the ebb and flow of the game, really. The, the, we rattled out the box and had a lot of possession and, and probably should have scored during that period of time that we were very much in the ascendancy. Mm. And then they... They took a bit more control. They actually like had a bit. It wasn't possession that was hurting us in any way, shape, or form, but it was possession that they were having. They were passing it around at the back and um, trying to take the sting out of us a little bit, and it it, it was starting to work. But on the break, um, Hunt just uh, charged down his man, uh, took took the ball on a lovely run down the wing, and cut a really precise cut back to to Mendes Lang. He's closer to the goal in the penalty spot. He was entirely unmarked. Oh, jeez. And he, I don't know what he did. He sort of kicked it back the way it came. He, he didn't mm. hit he close staying the target. He managed he to kick put, his other leg or something, right? Or something, something like that. Like, yeah, miss yeah. it and bounce it off his standing leg or something like that. It was um, so disappointing because it was really just hit half the goal he had to hit. If he could, If he could have hit the far side of the goal, he probably would have come away with a, with a yeah with a with a goal and uh, I don't know it would have been a different story for the game really at that point but just yeah it sort of chipped it wide um, about four foot wide from a really really good position and it wasn't a difficult chance it wasn't difficult to hit it was really well set I guess, up by you know I, I feel we're getting a little bit into the whole kind of concept that we found with. Even though you know, past two games to this, right? We've seen two goals from Jacunt, and um, you know, but we did talk a lot about the fact that he had a real kind of Kieran Lee-like ability. Kieran Lee, obviously absent mm. today, we didn't get to see no. him, him and uh, him and his uh, KKK colours <laughs> in in Lancashire, <laughs> Lancashire. Um, <laughs> But you know, you have that real kind of ability to to get into some very very promising positions yeah. on the ball, and you know, it's just lamenting the fact. I'm wondering if we're seeing a little bit of an element of that with Mendes Lang up front for us. Um, yeah, certainly, he, if we're looking down striking options, you know, there are finishes above him in that in that little mini table. Yeah, he's getting opportunities because he's got the physicality to get himself in spaces that maybe others don't, mm-hmm. but. When oh, yeah. you get opportunities, you wish it was somebody else because he's yeah. really not a finisher of any note. I I don't know. I wasn't too uh, frustrated with seeing him start, though. I don't know. I'm wondering whether we go with a more conventional centre forward pair, centre forward pairing, kind of moving forward. I'm I'm just I'm not. I I don't think it's yeah. it's working so well right now. Uh, a few moments of like promise, and there's a few bursts of pace that I really appreciated. Um, and I, I mean, I can tell he's kind of there for that reason, but maybe, maybe we need a bit more of a, bit more of a complete footballing centre forward partnership. Yeah, it, it is. It's, I mean, it's the, it's the conundrum we talked about last week. Really, like, mm. do you, 
if you decide we want Mendes Lang to play, it's where does he play? Because I don't really want him replacing Johnson at left wing back. No, He's no. Too good. I don't really want him at the moment replacing Hunt um, at right Not wing back. So he's quite limited in where he would fit in uh, at the at this point in time. So, I t- but, the, but, but there's also a weird, there's also a weird like litany of that at Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, I can think of three players who were fairly prominent but kind of missing out or kind of would be on the yeah, you know, the edge of uh, the edge of the starting eleven at Wednesday, and that's Palmer, Patterson, and uh, Mendes Lang. It's just as yeah. You know, there's there's just no born position for their utility. No, and it's, and the other one that's a little bit harshly done by at this point in time is is Berahino because he's yeah he was he he'd hit a, a pretty good vein of form certainly the best run of form he's ever had in a Wednesday shirt mm. and then uh, and then he's he's dropped he's dropped for Mendes Lang and he gets to come on late on in games and. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to come on and influence things, I think. Um, but, but he's not yeah, really a player just... for that. It, it's not It's not a change in that reason. It's more It's more of a, like, let's see if he can do something. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a Hail Mary rather than a thought-through plan of action. Tactical plan of action, yeah. Um, mm. The 23rd minute, we had an absolute sort of physical showing of of a, of a brain fart from Jordan Story. Yeah. As he wandered in field, barely any pressure from Bolton. I mean, there, there was some Bolton players stood near him, but not enough to provoke what he did, which was kind of lay it off backwards to a person that wasn't there uh, in a Wednesday shirt. Mm. And that sent Bolton away on a pretty... Decent break. They 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 had a, a pretty vicious shot that was blocked wide, um, but it just showed. I mean, well, it, it would have been big question marks over why story had been put back in over I offer if if that had resulted in a goal. I think we really would have been scratching our heads. But thankfully, it was it was well blocked away. But that it just was a yeah complete lapse in concentration and awful, uh, and really awful cool. misplaced pass. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there was there was a bit of a lot of like almost kind of following the corner from there. Hutchinson yeah, they had great another, work to get in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they had a, they had another sort of decent uh, effort, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the next note I've got is the thirty first minute, which is Gregory being taken out after that long ball. Mm. Um, so yeah, he, he was found in behind, and one of the sort of one of those incidences where I'm sort of expecting. The linesman's flag to go up, but it didn't, um, and he was just hoiked down uh, unceremoniously by by Bolton, uh, by George Johnson, uh, the Bolton centre back. He just uh, hoiked him over. Um, uh, we then had the free kick, and we had a pretty decent effort from that free kick. I don't, I didn't see who got the flick on, but but Bannon whipped it in, uh, and it was a good free kick. I think it was probably possibly would would have gone in if nobody had touched it but it got a flick as well and and that kind of sent it even quicker on its way uh but again we managed to find find Trafford with it in in a sort of sea of bodies and bits of open goal we managed to kind of go straight at Trafford uh but another you know another decent decent effort from Wednesday 
Mm. Um, the rebound fell to Gregory, who kind of fluffed his lines a bit. It was a bit of a he sort of kicked, th- volleyed through it and uh, sent it spinning off at a, an odd angle rather than towards the goal. Um, which prompted a, a break from them and a tremendous full-stretch tackle by Luongo. He had a great game today, Massimo Luongo. He was mm. he was really everywhere. This was a this was a this was an all-action mass type performance. Um, yeah. Then my, ne- my next note is the forty-third minute where Bol- Bolton basically had the mirror image of that exact same <laughs> chance with the same setup. I don't know if you've got anything between there and then. Well, that was the one where like Dean kind of entered the book, right? For giving this yeah. kind of little, kind of uh, heavy duty tickle around yes, the midriff. Tickle, yeah. Um, yeah. I think he got done. To be fair, I think watching it back, I think I think the the, the striker had managed to turn him. Um, so in, yeah, in a bit of a, 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 a bit of desperation, I think that was one of those moments where Dion Charles was believing in his own luck and. Managed to managed to roll. <laughs> roll I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to say like heavy grade tickle because I was trying to like kind of get my head around kind of what happened. He did foul him, but it was just a weird kind of like tug from behind. I, I think it's a classic. I mean, Dean Dean's the best kind of old school centre back we've got really in many ways. Mm-hmm. I think you just know as a centre back if you've lost that tussle on the the sideline and you're meant to be the middle of the defence. You just don't let it continue. You don't let that player run on and get the ball in the box. So you just stop it happening by any means necessary. And, and what he did was was sort of pull the shirt and, and drag him uh, back so that the, the, the play halted. We've seen too many. I mean, he's having a, by all accounts, having a very good season for Huddersfield. But Tom Lees was not nasty enough in those situations. He would let himself get dragged out. And it's kind of a cardinal sin to let the ball come out of that situation. You need to either get the ball or get the man. It just stops stops where you are. Um, and this, that I think I, I just read it as Dean just being an old pro and going like, okay, I would have got, he, he would have got turned and got a cross into the box and I don't want that to happen while I'm not there. So I'll just stop him, mm. uh, which is fair enough. I think it's as, as, as good a yellow as you could take really as a centre-back. Pretty much, you know, the free kick was then whipped in free header for Bod Varson. Yeah, it's, they seem to put Daddy into his name. Is his nickname Daddy, or do they just like want a piece? Uh, well, maybe he does have just, Daddy in there, John just, Daddy Bod Varson. Da- I was like, yeah, I kept hearing that. I'm like, does, am I just mentally hearing something else when they say something else? You know? <laughs> oh, Daddy! Oh, you're so Icelandic. <laughs> Yeah, it just went wide of the post, didn't it? Um, a bit of a another bit of a let off. Forty um, fifth minute, just before half time, Mendes Lang manages to spurn another pretty decent chance. We had a three on two break away. Oh yeah, uh, God, you can just um, you can just sense the lack of confidence from him going forward. Yeah. in that situation, it's just apparent he, he for everybody. Bad, he made a bad choice before his bad shot as well because Gregory. I know this is hindsight 2020. It's all happening at, at, at pace. But the, t- the two defenders had gone to block Johnson and Mendes Lang, which meant Gregory was pretty much free mm. on the side of the box. But instead of playing it to Gregory, who would have been able to probably just take a shot straight away on his right foot, he played it, he fizzed it into the run of Johnson on his right foot. 
who can't do any doesn't really want to do anything as right foot, so he cut it back to Mendes Lang, and Mendes Lang just sort of thumped it against the body of of the defender who got himself in the way. Um, just disappointing. Another mm. really really good chance, and just yeah. not 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 being clinical enough, not finishing our dinner, um, which unfortunately sort of becomes the story of the the tale of the the the, the game, really. I think by and large. Um, so we reach half time. Mm-hmm. What were your halftime thoughts? Uh, half as old as time is what I've written down here. Half as old as time. Slightly better than Bolton. <laughs> On balance, had the better chances. Didn't tuck one away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> A bit more, more beast, more beast than beauty. You know. <laughs> needs needs more beauty. Second half, lads. Which I think Darren Moore probably said. That's probably what he said. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. It, it was a weird thing to come in at halftime. I felt confident that we would eventually get a goal. I, I felt that like it was weird because I mean, th- this whole game is strange. Like I, you know, I'm generally kind of hungover and tired, and you can feel that in my voice. <laughs> and then I'm talking about Sheffield Wednesday and doing this podcast, and we're going to the part of the season where, um, I'm, I'm just. You know, it's this kind of crippling, kind of mild crippling anxiety about Sheffield Wednesday and what they're going to do for the rest of the season, whether they're going to make yeah. it to the playoffs. And then there's the playoffs itself. And just generally add on to that, Rich and I, I think I'm, I can talk pretty clearly for both of us. We're pretty tired of, uh, we get to that point of the season where we're just, it becomes a bit more of a chore doing this podcast. Yes, um, yes. So all of that energy added up. Just means that I'm looking at another first half of football and thinking, I don't know it, but it there is naturally always the thing hanging over me, the sword of Damocles over Sheffield Wednesday after every first half where we're dominant and we don't score. Is that it's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna kick us in the in the ass later. Yeah, there's also that feeling. It's also that the other thing that's happening in some of these games, and I really felt this today was. We've we've been there ourselves, but if you're that team that's kind of drifted out of the out of the picture, either at the top end of the table or the bottom end of the table, you have you play games in this sort of weird. I don't know. It feels like you're constantly doing a bit of a dice roll of whether you can be asked minute to minute, really trying. And like there was really like Bolton at times just looked like they were on the beach. At times, looked like they were really trying hard, and it, it there was very little rhyme or reason as to what why each thing was happening. But I think we've been there as Wednesday fans, where sometimes, sometimes as a team in that situation, you'll absolutely spank a team. Like we we talked about the Norwich game, I think we had that a couple of times. We also we we were party poopers for um, Cardiff at, at one time, for Watford at another time, like. Teams in that sort of situation where they don't really care what happens with the game can really make a lot of mischief. And I think it, I think most of this game, Bolton looked like they were semi-comatose. Um, but then every now and then they just sort of like, oh, should we try for a bit just to keep ourselves interested? Should we just have five minutes of like trying to win? Um, and, uh, and I think that, yeah, that was a hard feeling to shake that just like we weren't probably getting the full... Bolton experience um, and at some point that might just click into place as well uh, nobody made any changes at half time uh, the, the first thing I've got really was 
was a Bolton chance. Uh, yeah, that was a 47th minute. I said lucky to get away with one there. That I don't really recall much else from my notes, but that was... No, that it was, was I think fun. it was a nice bit of play by Sadlia, mm. uh, um, formerly, he, formerly Rotherham player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so it was a kind of... Cr- a cross-come shot that, that Bailey Peacock Farrell had to scramble to just make sure didn't go in. And then they had a second effort, which thankfully they just uh, they just put into the side netting. But another kind of... Um, another bit of a warning call for us that there was there was a football match happening here and we really should... By, by the way, Rich, um, you mentioned the full Bolton experience and said that, please, I, I'm, I'm really sad that you've mentioned that because... Um, I feel for everybody who's going to have to watch that on ITV Saturday night, hosted by Jim and Kay. <laughs> Shiny floor, Saturday Saturday night TV uh, show. The full mm-hmm. bottom experience. <laughs> it's Vernon Kay. It's Peter Kay. All the Ks. All the Ks. Kay from Bolton. It's Kay from Bolton. And she works at the Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows Kay. <laughs> A guy called Kai, but it sounds a bit like Kay. Um... This, so the the Bolton commentary, and I think the Bolton crowd really felt like this referee was picking on them and being pretty unfair. Um, I think they might be right. I also think he was picking on Wednesday and being unfair. I think the ref seemed to have a kind of Dada esque, absurdist approach to managing the game, <laughs> just blowing his whistle and pointing wherever he felt like, and just letting other people interpret what he was saying with his with his refereeing performance. Just bizarre. You just didn't know what was going to... Like, some people were clearly fouled and then a foul was given against them. Sometimes the ball went out for a throw-in and he gave a foul. You know, it just was... It was really, um, you know, a, a, a kind of um, scenery-chewing performance from the from the referee in the midst of this uh, mm. this ho-hop drama. Um, we, we then made our, our changes. That's the next thing I've got, really, is, is our, our changes. I think the game kind of... Wow, you jumped you've jumped ahead a lot. Like the uh, the different gravy second half spell is really really falling <laughs> off already. I actually got a few things for the second half. Okay, hit us with it, Luke. Hit us with it. Um, so the forty eighth minute, did you cover that, or have I just like lapsed off in my hungover state? The forty eighth minute was them having their chance. The twenty two, sadly, one. Yeah. Oh what no, but that? we had one straight after we counted, and Johnson was fouled on the edge of the area. Uh, oh, I said yes, a bit yes. awkward decision, but I was like, hell, I'll take it. Free kick routine is stroke back to Johnson to crack it, and Victoria Corin Mitchell will be disappointed as he doesn't only connect. Hey, hey, um, fifty-six minute, yeah, more strange kind of free kicks. Hunt weirdly judged to have fouled the Bolton player for Hunt being blocked. Yeah, that was strange. But I said, you know, I said we've been a little bit fortuitous with decisions. I'm going to be honest. He was very yeah. card happy, especially for like Bolton players at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You know, we really set yeah, the, the tone, and then it felt like we would get booked just because it's like, look, I've I've set on this this mad this mad streak of booking players, so, yes. so therefore you're getting a booking. He was a bit Oprah Winfrey of uh, yellow cards. Yeah, really, everyone was looking yeah. under their seat and finding finding a, finding a fine from the FA for five. <laughs> I um yeah, I don't know because I thought. I thought the two centre backs getting booked were absolutely fair dues. They were, but it just it seemed like I don't know. You seem you seem on referees to be like you know they they're reticent to reach mm-hmm. for cards 
but he just didn't have that. He just went in with a ban. It was not a consistency. No, the general no, refereeing approach to yellow cards, at least. But yeah, I did think they were they were like that. So uh, anyway, so your notes kind of come with a double sub, and that was sixty second minute. I didn't really make a note of that. Sixtieth um, minute, you know. Um, I, well, I know I made a note after the the hunt thing. I've just talked about the weird free kick decision. Second half dragging on the game, getting tired and lacking impetus. I'm already thinking at this stage that we should hook off Mendes line. Basically, yeah. you know, we should just. I think uh, he looked. He had a big sprint around that around the time that time, and um, he looked knackered happened. after that. He looked yeah. absolutely. He was blowing after that. I can I can relate because um, I did one of those things where. Um, I played disc golf the other week and then uh, I ran, you know, when like you go down a hill and you think, oh, I, I might as well just carry on momentum. And then you just kind of like, you know, as a, as a fat, fat, overweight man, you just keep running down this hill. It, knackered, it absolutely ruined me for the rest of the round. And it was only nine holes. And that was, that was hole five. So it wasn't good. It wasn't good. No, that doesn't sound good. No, hole four. Hole four. Yeah. Damning. Anyway, oh. I, I can, I can relate to you. Nathaniel Mendes line. Um, I'm just like yeah, you. Just, yeah, yeah. I was, I was wondering. I was there thinking, like, I don't know. I, the double sub, I, did, I didn't hate it. I'm going to be, well, what else? There's a couple of things here. Um, 60th minute, sadly, was played in. He's hassled down. He jinked to his right, and I think he did, like, a really nice little kind of play in. Kind of, like, curled kind of, like, little through ball through the middle. Um, but then actually huge kudos goes to Sam Hutchinson did some fantastic work to get back and put a, put a pretty huge block in to yeah. put that one behind 61st yeah. minute Bolton have and the ball. In. Else you remember Bolton having the ball in the net for offside and I genuinely can't recall what the offside was. Yeah. 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 That was strange. That was, that was that man again, that, uh, Dion Charles chap. Oh, he, he didn't. He didn't believe in it. He didn't work hard enough to get enough luck. He's got his goal now. He just needs to make sure the next one's legitimate. <laughs> and I think that takes us to, yeah, 62nd minute. It's a double substitution. So um, so one of the things I I, I, um, I didn't talk about from the first half was a chance where I think Johnson put a cross in and Byers met it really badly. Mm, yes. Um, but it's been hard watching Byers get back up to speed. He's not been the same, has he? Since the since no. uh, his little spell out of the on the sidelines, not at all. No, been um, been disappointing. I think he's done. Today was I don't know. Today today wasn't. I think they were great. They were good subs, both of those, because I thought neither of them was having a particularly good. No, good, uh, no, I would I would agree outing. with that. Um, I thought I think last week, to be fair to Byers, he was doing. He was doing his honey to the soup. He was doing his Billy Piper uh, update, honey to the soup. Um, bring bring, us, up, bring nice. us up to heaven, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the kind of just being that extra, the extra pass when it was needed, being the extra tackle when it was needed, the extra bit of pressure when it was needed. He was doing yeah. that really well last week. Today's game was odd in terms of the midfield. Um, it was almost non-existent, really. A lot of the midfield play. It seemed to just like be bypassed or or like be just just one one pass uh, and then it was it was it was passed through there was no no real resistance for either team in, in the midfield mm. um so yeah a, a weird sort of game and then yeah he's neither of these games he's looked particularly good in front of goal which is a shame because that was a nice <laughs> nice addition nice strength after his bow 
um, being able to, to to pick up those efforts. Um, yeah, Mendes Lang, if he'd taken one of his chances, this would have been a much more comfortable outing. Uh, that's the main the main thing. Um, we, the 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 first thing that happened though after that was a, a corner for Bolton and a free header from that from that well worked corner for Arm Amerson. Amerson, yeah, he should have done better with that. It really should have. That was very much a free header. It was really weird watching the replay because everybody started at, out past the far post. So it was obviously something they've kind of some kind of kind of movement they've worked on. Um, and he ended up heading it at the near post, but oh my goodness, he should have done a lot better. He just missed mm. the target altogether from his uh, from his free header. Um, and then, and then, sixty five, fifth minute, Johnson uh, works a really good chance for himself. There's cries of handball as it's blocked away. Mm. Sixty uh, six minutes from the resulting corner, a chaotic scramble results results in Story poking it home on the line. Mm. They were crying foul here, the uh, the commentary team from Baltan. Why? I saw absolutely nothing of that. Uh, what did they pick out? They seemed to think that somebody, and I believe it would this somebody would have been Hutch, was having a wrestling match with somebody on the goal line, and that was pivotal. I c- no. I couldn't really see it, to be honest. But they I can't see that. Well, that, about well, that must have been, like, what's the far right of the goal? Because, I mean... Is that is that the case? Is where is you're watching the highlight back? Are you watching the highlight back as, as I talk to you now, Rich? Is that, no, no, I've not. I look at your face and you look like you're transfixed. <laughs> no, just looking. I was just looking at some stats. Oh, that I don't think they're. I don't believe they're available yet. The uh, mm. we're so hot on the heel game. So, so here's the thing. So from from my notes about the goal. Okay, so. So, so Bannon did a very long cross to the back stick, and that's something that looks like we've been working on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Harley Dean, favorite old school uh, porn star named centre back, got up and met it really, really well. And then I seem to think it did it bounce off the post, or did it did um, did Old Trafford get a touch on it? I just think it seemed to dawdle its way through. I don't, I don't know whether I thought it kind of cannoned off the post and then came back across. And then there was a bit of a battle for Story to get there yeah. against a Bolton defender. And he did. He got the nick on it and got it over the line. But it looked like it was close. and looked like it was maybe, I don't know, maybe if you'd left it, it might have maybe have gone in. I don't know. But like you know, it needed that touch, I guess. Um, but I'm wondering then if I they're thinking... At, I am now looking at Oh, now you are. Now you're. <laughs> um, but so Hutchinson must be on the right side then. Or is he at the left side after that kind of kind of ping pong melee at the post for the back stick? Yeah, so it's it's a big header from Dean. Yeah, he's he's the yeah he gets it from deep. Then it's just there's like a crush of about four players. Yeah, no, it's it's just general scrappy scrappy. Everyone having a kick at it. You know, it's one of those kind of energies. And with the the shirts, it's almost impossible to tell who's on which team. <laughs> right. It looks like Berahino and Luongo are both on the floor. Okay. Um, Hotch is there, and so so's there number 15 and the goalkeeper. And then it sort of hits that. Yeah, maybe the keeper does save it with his face, or it hits the post. I can't... I, it's it's very hard to tell from this. Yeah. This, this person filming <laughs> I follow uh, off a screen at a kind of jaunty angle, it's really hard to tell. 
maybe in slow-mo on, on YouTube, it will all become clear. But the main thing is, John's story pokes at home. We're 1-0 up, um, and we can now feel like this ho-hum day trip to Bolton has been worthwhile because we've got three points and we just need to mm. get to the end. Berahino seemed to have hurt himself in some way, and Patterson did a kind of ouchy face to the the <laughs> to the folks on the bench. Um, we then had chances to extend our lead. Very much so, yeah. I mean, this is there's a there's a chunk of this. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, my first one's 76 minutes. Do you have, have you ever got one? Uh, 69th that? minute. Gregory took a crack from 25 yards, and it took a nick to go behind. Mm. We tried the same routine again. But this time, yes. Holly Dean met it so well that he met it over the bar. You know, <laughs> he met it. Yeah, he met it about six rows into the crowd. Pretty much. But yeah, seventy fifth minute, scintillating stuff from Wednesday. This is some really brilliant builder play. This is yeah. this is the crowning achievement of um, I think someone who you've said has had a very good game, Massimo yeah. Longo. Massimo yeah. Longo with a little. I, I can't even remember what he did, but it was it was really really good work. I think uh, Nutmeg was involved, I believe. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also just that that stick to itness that he he brings to situations. It's, he just doesn't like giving up ever, and that's that's quite a nice little asset to have to your game. Is like I'm just going to keep digging away at this, actually, mate. And you're going to get bored before I am, so might as well let me have it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's uh, so. That that's where we led to. That's that where we we got to the shot from Johnson straight to the keeper. Yeah, smash one goal, and then it's uh, and then it was parried back to Bannon, who did like a swivel finish, which was just just agonizingly wild. Oh, he megged wild. two players as well on the way. Uh, like the, they went through two players' legs on the way to just going wide. Uh oh, agonizing. Um, I've also got one at eighty-five minutes. Mm. Was that Mr. Sure. Callum Patterson heading wide? Yeah, Sean Corner routine sets up Patterson for, with, with a free header on the penalty spot, but he doesn't really connect with it and sends it tamely wide. <sighs> that was bad. Uh, he should have done a lot better with that. Um, yeah. And normally yeah. he does, to be fair. Uh, oh, yeah. So this is going to be really interesting because me and you now have different commentary feeds. So yes. the next moment, 87th minute. Now, I think from our commentary feed... Let's kind of just bring in a bit of backstory about this. Elias Kachunga has been playing. Um, they made comments about how he was getting booze from the Wednesday fans. Yes. is far more reaction than Elias Kachunga actually deserves. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, he, I don't know what he's done to become any type of pantomime villain. He was... I don't know. Is this, is this going to be like if next season, like depending what division we're in, if another team picks up Silasau, are we going to boo Silasau? Like, how dare you take our Silasau? We, it's just going to be like, well, I I don't know. He he was... That was the whole thing. End of last season, thinking about Elias Kachunga. And thinking about, like, well, I don't know. Like, we're always going to have a fifth-place striker who's going to be a fifth-place striker because they are naturally a fifth-place striker. You know? Yeah. I think you just kind of hope with a certain thing that maybe maybe some kind of magic rubs off or maybe, maybe they offer the team something different. And I just think of the Kachungas the same way I think of So and maybe Camberry as a slight stretch as well. Yeah, like they're yeah. just they're not consistently good enough to be top on no. the game sheet, but they're a change of legs and 
you know, and then sometimes they can offer something a bit different. And then it's a squad game, and we do genuinely get in- injuries as much as we, you know, do a bit yeah. of a bit of a bit of Darren Moore bashing on the podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand. So I, I don't understand why anyone felt that he deserves some booze. It's very then, strange. However, speaking of actually his situation, where I think he could probably do with some booze. So we had some hilarity. Eighty seventh minute. This was was um, hilarious. At Andy Giggin, Andy Giddings, Giddings, Giggity Giggity Giddings. Um, turning into quagmire here. I uh, <laughs> thought that Wednesday we're going for a second, but we just battled it straight into the corner. Now, yeah. some kind of coming together over nothing. Um, question for you, Rich, and one something I'm going to look at from the commentary of the white men. Is Elias Kachunga lucky to stay on the pitch? Because he does a reaction. He did do a reaction. It was a straight, uh, it was one of those stray nuts. And it's like, as soon as you do that, I think we've agreed that I think you know I thought that we've agreed in a consistent refereeing that you cannot do cannot do that. that. We've got the Dada esque. Yeah, fair enough. And it's, it's, it's also it's a- <laughs> if I point three ways with my penis and my two hands, which way do we give the foul? You're imagining it's like a VAR officiating, a, a bit like Squid Game, but it's completely fucking randomized. I guess <laughs> you know. Comes ever a tannoy, being it's a green getting green ball, um, <laughs> but I mean also like naturally with like it's funny I you know I think I probably mentioned like when I was back at the only game of football I managed to see in my COVID stricken return to the UK, yeah. and the first time for years was my nephew playing football, and they came against a team of like real big lumps, big lump kids who were well organised, but they're doing all the thing where like you can niggle a player. And the referee is naturally just going to see the reaction. They don't see the first thing. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, he saw, but he seemingly saw both of it. But then the reaction is is bad from Kachunga, and it I is it is ascending off. I thought he shoved Hunt in the face. I thought he came in with a. He did a bit of a. I think as soon as you see a player doing, I'm doing yeah. a forward nodding motion. You know, as as though you're going and put the nut on someone. That's well, that's you've done at that point. If you've done that and you get caught doing that, then typically could, nine times out of ten you get sent off. If I could bring the white man's perspective to bear here, Luke, oh please uh, do. We don't hear enough from white men. <laughs> yes, um, the white the white men they say no they 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 seem to think and I do remember this happening at Hillsborough and I think weirdly we did kind of single out. I think the players seem to not like Kachunga. And there was a few tasty bits and pieces of tackles and things like that for Kachunga. Now, whether that is like chicken and egg, like the, the crowd have decided he's a pantomime villain, therefore everybody's buying into him being a pantomime villain, or we responded to the players seemingly like, okay, maybe this guy was a prick in the dressing room, therefore they're giving they're really enjoying the fact that they can now give him a kick. Um, and we're responding to that. I don't know, but they said like he'd been singled out for some special treatment by the Wednesday players and he'd had some hard tackles and things like that and an extra foot left in. And so I think we've been mm. riling up Kachunga and also obviously the fans booing him, but him and the hunt just really sort of schoolyard style went at it in that corner in terms of the, before the whistle was blown, like there was, they were kicking lumps out of each other. <laughs> Um, mm. pretty heartily. Uh, but you're right, yeah, Kachunga seemed to react the, the most. I, whether it was a hand or, or a head, it, it seemed like Hunt got hit in the face. 
Um, and the the ref does the classic cop out thing of giving them both a yellow and kind of a yeah. pat on them. Yeah. The real downside of this is it seemed to light a bit of a fire in Bolton, who had been who'd looked very much like we don't care, our season's over, we've got our, our flip flops on. Mm. Suddenly they started playing like this mattered, and there was something to prove here. Put on their business and business flip flops. They put on their business flip-flops and said... Big boy flip-flops. <laughs> they changed their their thongs for Birkenstocks and <laughs> trudged their way down to the beach with a sense of purpose. And in particular, uh, Elias Kachunga won a corner for Bolton. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. You Why might... are we so crap at set pick? This was a bad corner. Yeah, no, it's it's really... It's a corner that goes over every single body in the box. And Lee Gregory, inexplicably, sort of just kind of has a gag reflex thing where he sticks sticks his toe at it and tees up their man to have a shot charging into the box. Uh, Jordan Jordan Williams is the the goal scorer. Mm Yeah. but it's it's just that the nature of like conceding a goal like this is heartbreaking. Not, yeah. Not purely for I think the points that you're saying, which I, I think are valid points, and I do want to say, you know, you've you've led a, a really good point with that, Rich. I'm going to say. But the thing I'm going to kind of look at and focus at focus on in this situation is <clears throat> conceding a goal where someone takes a scuffed, not very strong shot through a crowd of players. And then it just the seemingly long dive from Peacock Farrell. It it's not a good finish to concede from. It's not a con, it's not a good goal to concede in the build up and the defensive nature of this. Yeah, but the connection's bad, and it's it's so fucking tame. It's just so tame. I I I, I don't remember thinking it, it, it looked it was a bad reflection on. Peacock Farrell, I, I um haven't haven't seen it back, so maybe I maybe I can uh, see the equaliser. Yeah, I th- I think it's impossible for him to get on the end of that. I don't think. But it just it just seems so weak when like you know it comes through a crowd of players. He can't right see the, it. It's not a clean finish, but he's got it right in the in the corner. It's a good it's a good finish. Mm. It's not a clean strike, but it's a good finish. I th- I think. Mm. Um, I don't. I just don't. The the thing that just annoys me is what what the hell Gregory is thinking. I just don't know. Um, I just don't know what he's got in his mind that he he takes the touch that he does. It's bizarre. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can send the tweet to you, Luke, somehow, <laughs> so you can see it back. Okay. But just poor game management, and uh, I think. I mean, you couldn't possibly know what happened in the corner was going to rile them up and light a fire in them. But the time-wasting was egregious. Um, it wasn't some of the most of- offensive time-wasting I've seen, but it, it's just been funny, especially after kind of recent events and looking and thinking about last week. And having this conversation with Elspeth Randy was just like, you know, I, I just want to say, like, is this not is this not something that's universally agreed and looked upon? That is it's broken. It's broken within football. Yeah, but do we, do we have to do we have to see this in the top layer of the top uh, tier of English football before anyone does anything about this? Probably, probably. Can you imagine having that on like 
match of the day or something. We need Alan. We need fucking Alan Shearer to talk about it. We need Lee Dixon to fucking talk about it. I think teams do it everywhere. Atletico Madrid are, but to all intents and purposes, are a um, might as well be a Billy Davis team. They're they're a Billy Davis team with airs and graces. It's all about going one nil up and then being awkward buggers, time wasting, shop shop till the end of the game. Well, the problem is we can't do it. We can't defend. What we can do is hold possession and wear teams down. We can't. Time wasting stupid for us because <laughs> what we don't want is to them to get anywhere near our box. We should have just... Hunt should have gone and pushed into the box. We should have tried to make another chance. We we are a decent attacking team. We're a good, fairly good possession team. We're rubbish at defending and we're we must be one of the worst teams in the league for defending set pieces. I'd be amazed if we're not right at the top of that particular slurry pile or the or 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 the bottom. I don't know. Where's it worse to be in the slurry pile? <coughs> Nowhere's good in the slurry pile. That's what they always say. <laughs> hmm. Um, so that brings us to the end of the game. We didn't really, there was five minutes added on because of all our time wasting, but we didn't manage to make anything, any, uh, hay out of that extra time. We, we, we dithered and didn't. And yeah. Yeah, My only kind of final note was just out of any kind of resignation from things was just seeing, um, seeing a moment where we had a throw in and then there was a jockeying between Jack Hunt and Patterson as to who was going to take the throw in. Yeah. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. And I was actually like, weirdly, like, I was actually glad that we had something that gave us some impetus to actually take a long throw in. Yeah. It, it, nothing came of it. You know, like, it'd be nice to have that as a piece in our, you know, for some reason it's something that we, you know, has looked good previously. Then we're like, let's not use that weapon. And, um, well, isn't part of the issue that only Patterson's the only person that's any good at heading them down? He's the only one that's good at taking. Maybe, them maybe, but I mean, you, you know, we've got other options. We've got defenses. You know, we can chuck chuck defenders up there. I guess. You know, I don't know. Uh, did Did you really get riled up when Ian Everett headed the ball out? And I'm like, oh great, yeah, this this draw is really going to help you in your last minute surge to be tenth in the league. He headed it it's out worth, so that Patterson couldn't take a quick one. The second it's time. worth like five hundred quid more to get like yeah, yeah. or whatever it is at the club. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, a um, bunch of pies they can make or something. I just what's tricky is there's a Didn't, apologies if I've said that, if mm. I've mentioned this before, but there was a clip of um, I think Mike Pence. It might be Mike Pence or it might be Lindsey Graham. But early on in sort of the Trump presidency, they were talking about crime figures and the person that they, they were saying crimes crazy, crimes going bad. We need to do stuff to deal with crime. And the person was like, well, actually, the the committee or whoever they were talking to said, well, actually, we've looked at it. And do you know who it would have been? Sorry. What was the weird little guy that was the uh, attorney general? Can you remember? (laughs) Was he he the one that Kate McKinnon played who looked, said it looked like a... Yes. Looked like a ferret. Yes. Yes. I know what you mean. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, It's good to launch into... uh, a story like this when you don't have enough of the facts. Um, but anyway, he, uh, Jeff he, Sessions, uh, Sessions, Sessions. Yeah. So Sessions was saying, you know, 
we've got a crime epidemic in this country. And then the committee that we're talking to is saying, well, actually, all of the figures show that like, violent crime's never been lower, blah, 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 and kind of reeled off all these statistics. He said, well, it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel that way. And like this Wednesday team, and, and that's not valid because facts are valid and your how you feel doesn't matter as the, um, you know, as uh, as the, the alt-writer love saying to snowflakes, you know, your feelings don't matter. Um, your feelings aren't valid or whatever. But um, <laughs> this Wednesday team, it's like we're, we're up to fifth. We're unbeaten in five. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why we're just so... No. It's just... it's. I just remain really unconvinced by this team on so many levels. And it worries me going... Particularly, I think, away from home. It worries me potentially going into uh, uh, playoffs. And, well, even the run into the playoffs. We've got, we've got several away games now um, between us and the end of the season. So... We've got three three away games, only two at home. I, I don't know. I just am I. Is it because I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan and I've had this I've had this hard won cynicism ground into me by year after year of letdown, or is it a genuine like worry based on what I'm actually seeing, which is what I, it feels like to me? Is just I don't know. There's just something not quite when it when it comes down to it. This lot just don't have the minerals. Or am I just being paranoid and mad, Luke? No, no, you aren't, Rich. Um, like it's, it's, uh, it's funny. You know, sometimes it's, 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 um, sometimes it's, it's, it's about setting yourself up for the position to do better in the future. Like, mm. I think, um, I don't know. There's a, like I follow disc golf a lot, and I think there's a lot of terms that I think they tame, take from kind of golfing terms in terms of kind of tournaments. And, you know, I think there's a mentality to put yourself in a particularly, in an okay position at the start to yeah. then go into the second and third day of a tournament and they call it moving day. So that's the okay. time where you actually start getting going and you start really racking and really ratcheting up and build up that momentum. Um, thinking about that in a kind of football lens, you think about like playoff teams and you think about teams who kind of hit form at the right time. And... Yeah. Um, it's just looking like maybe for some of those reasons, maybe we're just a little bit off on the form side, even though our form is pretty good. But I I think it's more about the questions of what we have hanging over us and the problems that we have. Like there's no immediate gear change or solving of those problems. No. And, you know, still we should, I don't know, the players should be used to playing three five two now. Um, and it's just just not quite there at the back, you know. And again, we've we've not gone with a settled defense. Yeah, you know, it's the world of pure imagination at the back in terms of players. <laughs> and you know, even again, like I, you know, it's 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 the quite you know, Iorfa has looked shonky. Iorfa has looked complacent. Iorfa typically does look a bit complacent, but kind of has that lackadaisical pace. And talent to to pick up to mop up yeah, um, something yeah. from if he has a spill, he's got the he's got the bounty nearby to to get that. Yes, having a to, touch of recovery pace is no bad thing. And in, in yeah, and um, but then there's the question being like he's come back and he doesn't look he looks a shadow of his former self. Yeah, um, 
I, I think we can probably be fair enough, and especially that there has been some, uh, there's been some changes, and there's been some people coming back and having kind of Lazarus-like rebirths in the Sheffield Wednesday team, I should say. Yeah. So that we should have some faith that they do that, but we just we need them to get that shortly. And I don't know if I don't know if we stick if we would have stuck with Iorfa, whether that would have been better today, um, or whether eventually it gets better. But I think he's gonna need games to get there. But I, I don't know. I think we're just. I, I think I've seen this with Wednesday before. It's like with situations where we get players back from injury who we know are important. We know we've seen the great work that they've done. Uh, Byers as well. Yeah. Um, I think Byers being off is does make a slight difference to that midfield. It means it's a bit brings its performance quality down a little. You one, know. Yeah. One bright spark. I think this week in terms of midfield is um, we've seen Adonir and back in the, on the training ground. Mm. And I think that, that I think that midfield three have suffered from the fact that there is just nobody. I know he's resorted to Patterson coming on, but Patterson's not a really a, a like for like replacement. Yeah. For midfield. Well, I mean, what about, um, what about FDB? I mean, well, he just doesn't seem to fancy him, does he? No, but I, I mean, I think he, he had a spell. He had a period. Yeah. Of looking looking good in this Wednesday side during the but period. But again, more like like Monk before him, you know, people get certain people get endless chances in this rotation thing and other people just never seem to get a sniff. I, I don't know. It's um I was also weird in this game thinking like I think we should have made three substitutions. And mm. um I maybe we just got a bit complacent after that's that goal. I think a little so. bit. I mean, we still look like we could have scored, um, but I have to watch myself here. And I know what we said historically about this player, but um, Shadipo, everyone's favourite chap yeah. from the Emerald Isle, is um, <laughs> 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 generally Irish, apparently, or like as a as a, as a nationality choice. Um, <laughs> I, I thought he was going to come on today, and I, I thought that might have been that. But that's isn't that the. <sighs> I think that's the tricky thing is we can't, and maybe it is all logical and maybe it is all part of a plan, but I think that's the tricky thing is like, you know, like films or or, or like any kind of uh, fiction that's set in a kind of fantasy setting. And um, my beloved Elden Ring, like it needs to, there needs, like if anything can happen, it's no fun. Like there needs to be established rules within there needs to be. We need to know the parameters so that we can know know what's possible, know what know, know the realms we're working in. And I think with more, it's like I don't know. It just keeps like there's no consistent boundaries to work within. To to, to like what's it like? Yeah, Tradipo. He's a oh we he's a, we need to keep him around. Uh, I know he's going to be injured for until like the last five games of the season, but he's a character we want to have around and we're going to keep him around. We're going to give him a squad number when he's fit, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. So bring him on for the last five minutes. Give him some more game time. Get him ready for the games ahead. That uh, There's a complete, consistent through line of thought. Same with Iorfa. Like, yeah, Iorfa's an important player. Probably our first choice centre-back. We want him to get minutes. We know it's a bit rough at the moment, but it's going to be worth it because in three... But it doesn't get followed through. Mm. It just gets changed again. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you know, the fan... Like, 
it's like a mystery, a detective mystery where they're like, well, it couldn't possibly be that guy because that guy's got an alibi. And then later, like, well, actually, it turned out it was that guy because we, uh, he didn't really have a lot of alibi. It was like, well, you only you like that's not a fair, like that's not a fun mystery. You, you, I know you're writing it all, so you can you're in charge of it all, but it it, it needs to like have some threads that hold it together. Otherwise, you know, just anything could happen. Oh, actually, it turns out, blah blah blah. I don't know. I I, I just find it frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We, we've got a tough game coming up uh, uh, with with MK Dons away now. That's going to be they're on they're on they're in pretty fine fettle. Um, we've also got a bit of the curse of the X potential there with uh, that that chap that there Corbino, um, and doubled up then with a with a, a home game against Crew. Um, so we'll we'll probably record in the midst of those two games and then talk about both after the Wickham game. I imagine that's going to be our our calendar going forward. But for this game, do we want to? What do we want to do with our draw? Do we want to pick out a standout player or a villain of the piece? Or do, do we maybe do both? Maybe that's that's yeah. the that's the point. Uh, standout players. Bannon was very good. Yeah. Um, I think Hutchinson needs some kudos for some important moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you obviously gave kudos to Massimo Luongo. I think I'm going to go Bannon from those three. Fair enough. Uh, I think, I, yeah, I think I would personally, I'd go for for Luongo. I think I, I think Bannon's as guilty as anybody for the profligacy, which um, Luongo wasn't personally. Mm, it's personally fair. offend me in that regard. Because Bannon had three guilt-edged chances in the first, like, 15 minutes. And if he'd done better with any of them, this could have been a different story, this game. Uh, in terms of sins, I think there is a big one, which I, I think I've really seen a lot from talking from talking to you today about this. Um, I think it's going to have to be Gregory. Gregory? For, yeah. For, for Plum. That, that for his, for his, his assist. A little tee up. I don't know what... I mean, he's not thinking. That's the thing, isn't it? But I don't know yeah. what he's thinking. Outside of that, Mendes Lang. Yeah. Yeah, both the front two come in for, yeah. some, for some pudos, along with the kudos. <laughs> I thought Gregory again had another one of these games where he was pretty effective by and large, but yeah, it's a cardinal sin really to do what he did. Yeah. Um, and we would have been, if he actually, if he just wasn't on the pitch, if he just disappeared and didn't exist anymore in that moment, we would have been better off <laughs> than him being there and touching it. Um, which could be possible in the more universe. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, there we go. I mean, we, perspective-wise, as we say, we've won three out of the last five. We're unbeaten in five. Um, we've had some pretty hearty wins in there, and we sit fifth with the game in hand over some of our, our sort of nearest rivals. So it's not the worst thing in the world. We're in a nice position. Um it just sort of sits uneasy. That's the tricky thing to shake with this this team at this moment. Mm-hmm. But um, there we go. Our crew have lost five, uh, at least five in a row and are bo- rock bottom of the table. So they'll be looking forward to their trip to Hillsborough to turn that form around. <laughs> they, um, <clears throat> are we getting to any elements that teams are almost getting to the point of being like, um, oh, I, I think crew are officially relegated. Oh, right. Because they're 13 points off Morecambe on 38 points, and there's four games left for them to play. 
Ah. You know, we're in that weird situation. We've got five games. You know, still still Wigan, I think, had a cup run, didn't they? And then yeah. Rotherham had their uh, PJT success. So, well, so I think six I think games Luke, to play. Luke, I think the, the ignominy of almost getting in the top two and not quite doing it is is one that we have well and truly talked our way out of with our our, our, our performances like today's. So the nice, the wonderful thing is that we won't be in. We won't be worried by that. I think Oxford are on a t- bit of a, ter- a terrible run of form, aren't they? Yeah, they're not. They're not doing about. so good. Um, I mean, most of the results quote went quite well today. Um, would have liked Sunderland Oxford to end up in draw. Uh, but just yeah, if if we'd won, if we'd held out today, and we won our game in hand, we'd be then on seventy eight points, and Oxford on sixty nine. So we'd be nine points away with four games to play, right? Yeah, which puts you, we, yeah, we we would have almost be confirmed <laughs> in the playoffs if if uh, if that happened, but it didn't. So we still need to worry and look over our shoulder. Yep, can't can't we can't relax. We can't do. Uh... We can't, we can't join uh, the white men on the beach. <laughs> we're, we're still slumping around in our Birkenstocks. We can't we can't get a uh, get nestled into our thongs yet. But there's, there'll be a time for thongs. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> right, let's wrap this up. Uh, pleasure talking to you, Luke. Uh, mm. As as often the case, not necessarily a pleasure watching watching Wednesday, but uh, you know we worked our way through it. This ther- this group therapy session has has done its job, uh, and we'll so. uh, we'll pick things up again in the next session. Sounds good. Uh, look after yourself, Luke, and look after yourself, folks, and I'll say cheerio. See you, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you.